Guess what, everybody? You can swag surf the Tiffy Jewel Wave each and every Tuesday and Friday at 7.30. Everyone's, Everyone's there, there, and it's a great time. Tiffy Jewels has some of the most unique and affordable jewelry, and it's all lead and nickel free. Don't forget about those free prizes. Follow Tiffy Jewels on Facebook so you can be notified when she goes live. Hi, babe. This is Paladina. Smiles and Snarls podcast. Thank you for leaving me such an encouraging message. And of course, we will collaborate. So, we're listening to this mixtape. It's a Rafi or Rafki mixtape. And I want to shout you out. Dedicate this one to you. And as always, this is Paladina. Paladina Major, that is. Major station here on Anchor Radio. <laughs> some food with soul how about catering with soul well stop by Haverford Grill and Soul at 6548 Haverford Avenue Philadelphia PA 19151 call for more information at 215-476-7685 and at 215-476-7686 Third base, third, third. Base. You already know it's your boy, Mr. Hurt Live. Ladies, this one's for you. Bringing you those jams. You would have to be crazy to not like something. Buy it now on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, Title, and more. I used to just do it on Android. Now everybody got the iPhone. All y'all got the iPhone. So ain't no excuse. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going down? All right, all right. It's your boy, Mr. Hurry, live and in full effect. Hold it down for anchor.fm forward slash 215. The Nonstop Working Podcast. Philadelphia's number one independent podcast. Shout out to everyone visiting us at our website, www.daus.me. Guys, this is the second recording that I'm doing here, all right? Got 45, 45 minutes in the first recording and then we experienced a crash. So, I had to um, take a minute to get back up here. It took me a little while just to get here with the first recording because so much is going on. But that's the way the universe works sometimes. Sometimes, you know, sometimes the stuff be getting too real for us during these recordings. All my broadcasters out there, you know how it is. Sometimes we get too real on the microphone, man. And uh, those negative forces start trying to um, block us. But it's all good. You know what I'm saying? We just step back, took a deep breath, and, you know, let some time pass. And then we're back at it. All right. So shout out to everybody who's been tuning in and following along. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tiffy Jewel. To, for to continuing to do her thing. She had her uh, podcast, excuse me, she did her live stream Tuesday. <clears throat> and with all the activities here in the city, it was definitely a challenge getting in position for the broadcast. So shout out to her for sticking with that, following through, and being able to pull that off. You know? And, uh, yeah, man, guys, it's just... um. It's just been a lot going on here in the city, you know, but uh, I can't I can't lie. I did say in a podcast, I did say in the in a in in the Halloween podcast that more hectic around now. I did say that things would be getting more hectic. And so I'm not I'm not shocked and surprised. Um, what did 
shocked me uh, was the proximity of this situation. Um, this happened in a neighborhood I'm very familiar with. I grew up in that area. Um, I grew up actually just around the corner from where this took place. I actually played on the block um, that this all, all happened on. I was arrested around the corner from there. Not arrested, excuse me. I was stopped by the police um, just around the corner from there on Spruce Street a few months back. You know, I've stopped inside of uh, many of the stores up on the O recently. You know what I mean? So I've definitely been seeing the neighborhood evolve since when I lived around there. Um, but it definitely hurt me to see. It hurt me to see um, what happened happen, you know, um, knowing what that community goes through already, knowing how that community suffers already. <clears throat> you guys all know about the bomb moving with um, the move movement and Ramona Africa. Well, that was just a few blocks away from where this shooting occurred. Um, and even growing up in the neighborhood, um, there was a there was a. A few shootings that have occurred. So this area isn't isn't new to shootings, you know what I'm saying? But to see lives still being taken in this place, you know what I'm saying? To see um, that part of West Philly still being traumatized in these kind of ways, it did it did uh, hit me in the chest a little bit. It did hit me in the chest, guys. So much to the point where I really couldn't, um, I couldn't talk immediately about it. I did a, I did a, sh a small video on Facebook, but I ended up taking it down because I didn't like the energy of it. And I'll do that sometimes. Sometimes I'll, I'll post things and I'll think about <clears throat> uh, the impact it might have on who watches it and listens to it, and I'll, I'll have to take it down. But um, yeah, it definitely. Um, had me feeling some kind of way. And what hurt me more than, oh, the police brutality and everything that, was the responses that I was seeing from people online. Now, our folks are becoming so insensitive. And what's rough about that is, it's really understandable to a degree. A friend of mine, Ty, he talked to me about a book written by the brother Dubois titled uh, The Philadelphia Negro. He recommended that I read that book, that I check that book out. So since he's told me, I've been um, doing some investigations. I haven't gotten my hands on a book yet, but I plan to. And I did happen to find a few documentaries that were speaking about the work that he did with that book. And um, one of the things that one of the things that becomes clear after familiarizing yourself with his work in that book, The Philadelphia Negro, is that the Philadelphia Negro, the Negro here in Philadelphia, is unique in some ways. And some of that uniqueness, I would say, is related to our trauma here. You know, Philadelphia, people here in Philadelphia have dealt with a lot. And that city of brotherly love uh, slogan thing has been contorted. Can I say that? Contorted. And so now we hear it and we think that that's what we should expect from Philadelphia, brotherly love. And I think the saying was more about the city not being so loving to its brother the people in the city not being so loving i think it was more of like a mocking kind of city of brotherly love claim but the folks here in the city are very unique they've been they've they've been able to take trauma and transmute it you know what i'm saying but it's clear though that that same trauma is still influencing the black people here so he wrote this book back when, and he said that we had these kind of issues. We dealt with issues of poverty and lack of education. 
And still today we have those same issues, poverty and lack of education. So it was hard. It's it's hard for me, like I said, to go back to these neighborhoods, be in the neighborhood that I grew up in and really see it differently. You know, when you grow up in a neighborhood, you think, well, this my, my neighborhood's nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's the hood, but it's nice. And, you know, after I've traveled the world some and seen different places and I come back, I say I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot better places. I've seen places where there's not such a heavy police presence. I've seen places where there's true communities, real communities. I've seen places where matters can be resolved by people on their own without having to involve cops and authorities and judges and attorneys and all these things. So it starts to hurt you know what I'm saying? When you're back here in the city and you're older, you're more mature, it starts to hurt when you look around and you realize how many people don't see the conditions. It hurts when you realize how many people don't see the conditions. When you hear when, when a young man is shot by police and you hear people making justifications because they don't really understand the situation. There's a brother online who insists on basically justifying this young man's death with, well, he was sinning, he was disobeying God, so he got what he deserved. He's insisting on this. And this is the kind of thing that I'm talking about where we're so, we've normalized trauma to the point where we can justify it with things that we should know better than. Well, he was sinning. He was disobeying God. Based on that logic, we're all going to get shot down or could all get shot down because we're all sinners, right? There's no one free from sin. So can we say that that young man got shot down by the police because he was a sinner? And there's a lot of my brothers and sisters out there who are of the Christian faith who have these kind of inconsistencies in their understandings. And then they'll take to social media and want to poison the minds and spirits of others with it. This brother is on Facebook right now. I unfriended him. Um, I, you know, he, he's been on a, a rant for about two days now. Oh, you know, y'all just don't understand. Y'all ain't thinking on the level. Y'all don't get it because y'all don't. And he's really trolling for real, for real. The brother is really, um, the brother is really trying to capitalize on this. And that's the part that bothers me. And that's also why I unfriended him. Why I gave him the block button. Because it became clear that he wasn't actually feeling anything you know what I'm saying he was actually just trying to capitalize there's a situation everyone's talking about this brother and this young man decides to be the one with something negative to say grotesquely negative to say but he was loving the reaction from the people in his comment section that's really what it was I bet you he was at home with his feet up like, oh, my gosh, these people are so mad at me. Look, they going crazy. Look, oh, my gosh, watch this. I'm going to say that. I guarantee you. And that's what a lot of people do, guys. A lot of people live for the Facebook drama now. They live for drama, period. But they really look for that Facebook drama. And they'll say things trying to be shocking, hoping that it, it, it gets this attention from people. And that's what this brother was doing, but it's not the time for it. And, I'm, and, I, and I really don't like people who put things on God. Oh, you understand? This is what I mean. God can, God can take a life. To, to say that God needed the police to come through there to shoot this person 14 times is the silliness that I'm talking about. 
And it's also the kind of distancing or dissonance that occurs when one has been traumatized. See, when wrong is done, a lot of us in our communities, the black folks, we can't simply say wrong is wrong anymore. A lot of us are ready to justify wrong because we've seen so much trauma. We've seen and dealt with so much of it that we've developed new responses to it. And the response is to say outlandish things and argue with other Negroes. Anything to avoid having to feel the actual hurt of that occasion, of that situation. You understand what I'm saying? Now, that's a, that's a black man, unarmed, gunned down, right? And when you, another black man, see that, you say, huh, well, he shouldn't have been sinning. God gives those who sin what they deserve. That's, that's, that's being broken is what that is. That's being a man who has accepted that in America, the mistreatment of black folks should be accepted. It should be expected. See, that's what that young man has done. He has said in his mind, this is just the way it go. And it's not the way it goes. Mind you, folks, I haven't said anything about police brutality. I'm not harping on police. I'm not talking about reform. I'm not talking about defunding. I'm simply talking about where is it when, where are we when we see things that are wrong? Where are we when we justify it with silly things? Where are we? Where are we when wrong is wrong doesn't apply anymore? Was it right for that young man to be dismantled in the street in front of the neighborhood that way? Where is the respect for the people around you? Officers don't have to care about any of that. These are the kind of things that we should be concerned about in our communities, not just, oh, well, he he had a criminal past. You know, black folks, we shouldn't be talking like that anymore. Well, that guy had a criminal past. Where is 14 shots in front of the neighborhood justice for crimes committed? Then you hear a lot of the black folks talking about him like he's a little boy. He wasn't even listening to his own mama. He 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 wasn't even listening to his mama. He wouldn't even do what his mama or his woman said. You know, so we got a lot of coon, sambo type, bed wench, mammy, tap dancing for butter biscuit and trinkets as folks out there still. And black folks who know right, the black family who are up on code, I just want y'all to really start watching them. Because we're not correcting the coons, the sambones, sambos, and the uh, league of mammies, right? We're not, we're not, we're not correcting them. But we're going to distance ourselves from them. Because it's those kind of individuals like that brother who is who needs correcting in his Christian in it, that brother who needs correcting in his Christian walk. It's brothers like him that will throw all of us under the bus. It's brothers like him that are saying publicly crazy things because he's low key looking for a bag. It's the brothers like him who says things like what he was saying because he's low-key envious. You know, you, you wouldn't think that 
a guy would get shot and killed and somebody would be envious of them. But there is a lot of brothers who see all attention as the same kind. And even when his brother is getting this attention in his death, there are people who will feel like that attention is worth being hijacked. It's a lot of people who feel like, yeah, you know what? I'm tired of hearing about brothers being shot. So I'm going, I'm going to talk louder. You, you understand what I'm saying? You know, there's a lot of brothers who have convinced themselves that they just above. You know what I'm saying? For instance, you guys know about that guy. Uh, it was a few weeks ago. He went online and he was saying how he didn't see color and how he was raised by uh, white folks and, and in his community. And they were like family. and They did everything for him. And he loved folks and da 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 da. And this brother was killed trying to um, stop a disturbance between um, some couple. You know, this brother was all talking about how he don't see color and then ended up in some shit trying to intervene in some white affairs. See, it's these kind of brothers, man. And sisters who start talking that it was all him. See, that won't happen to me because when the police tell me to do things, I do it. Yeah. Yeah. See, is those that's that kind of cooning we're talking about where we're forgetting right is right and wrong is wrong. We're basically becoming so cowardly that we turn inward on ourselves instead of keeping the magnifying glass where it belongs. So, again, what bothered me more than anything, guys, was the kind of excuses I heard being made by black people. The excuses being made by black people. If you know any of those coons, those sambos, those mammies, those bed winches, those zaddy worshipers, those slick heads. If you know any of them, black family, distance yourself from them. Sadly, there's a lot of people, black people who have been who've grown so accustomed to the mistreatment. They've become so accustomed to the. The. Hustle and the. The. The ghetto grossness, you understand, they have come, they've become so used to it that the idea of it being dismantled frightens them. There's brothers and sisters out here who have built themselves up on avoiding and evading the police. There are a lot of brothers and sisters in our community whose every day number one goal is getting money while avoiding the police. If you start talking about removing the police, well, many of those people won't know what to do with themselves. You start talking about correcting the police system. There's a lot of people that don't know what to do with that. They don't know how to live in a community where they don't got sirens going off. Where they don't have to sneak and do things. You understand what I'm saying? Have you guys ever noticed those cats that trap, a lot of them really love it. They love it. They love it. Yo, I got this right here. I got that right here. Yo, you got one of these? Oh, who is you? Like, I don't really know. Like, yeah, you know I mean, you might be the. They love that. You ever notice that? There's some people that love it. It's not just about the money for them. It stops being just about the money and it starts to be about the lifestyle. There is some people in our neighborhoods, black family, who love the ghetto lifestyle. They love it. And if you start telling them that they can actually have peace, quiet, harmony, well, well, that sounds like the worst time ever to some of them. To some of them, that's too normal. 
You ever meet one of those guys or one of those girls who back and forth to jail, giving you their war stories? Yeah, I was in there for six months. Then I went up county. My man was over there. I didn't even think. When I got there, I was tripping. I'm like, damn, this is going to be crazy. And I got there. I got there. I realized, damn, all my man from school was in there. I was cool. I was straight in. First thing I did in there, my man gave me some sneaks. Shit, we chill. You know what I mean? Nigga helped me get on my books. I ain't get my books. So like, you know what I mean? I mean? You ever meet any of those people who love it? Shit, nigga, send me back. You realize that they all of the activities that would help them earn a spot back in one of these prisons, they 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 thrive on those activities. They blossom in those activities. When it comes down to those activities, you know, they're like a, a fish in water. You understand what I'm saying? But when it comes to being a mature, responsible, respectful person that someone can look up to, that someone can turn to in a time of need and assistance, when it comes down to being moral, when it comes down to being, uh, a, 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 and I hate to say this, an upstanding citizen, but when it comes time for that, they have a disinterest. When it comes time for that, that seems unglorious. That's the right word, unglorious. You know? So we got to stay away from these kind of people, folks, and understand that they are there. Some folks just, they're not, they're not interested. They're not interested in anything changing. You understand? Some folks are just not interested in anything changing, anything being done different. You know, but that's not everybody. Some people are interested in doing some things different. And we want to start to focus on them. So that incident occurred. Chaos broke loose. And folks got to rioting again. Folks got to rioting and looting. All right. But many folks in the neighborhood noticed that a lot of the people coming into the neighborhoods to do the looting weren't from the neighborhood. And a lot of these brothers and sisters started checking these folks that were coming from different places, talking about they were here to drop some bodies and all this other kind of nonsense. You know, they were checking them. You know, they were, they were stopping these folks with the right kind of energy, letting them know, um, you're not welcome here. Yeah. Right down 55th and Pine. So the incident occurred on 62nd Street between, excuse me, between 61st and 62nd and Locust. All right. But there started being a lot of, I guess, protesting at the police station over at 55th and Pine. Over at the Pine Box. So the protesters were gathering at 55th and Pine. You know, attacking the police. Um, antagonizing the police. And so a few folks from that neighborhood actually approached these people with that right energy. Like I said, it was a brother by the name of Dante Moore on Facebook. He went live. Uh, and I recorded some of that. I'm play it for you guys. You know, so check it out. But yeah, the brothers went. They the brothers went. They went in. You know, they they were down there checking folks. Like, oh, y'all ain't even from here. Where you from? What y'all doing down here? They they went in. Who 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 told y'all to come down here? You know, that kind of thing. Bear with a player, but this is the right kind of energy. It's noisy right now, but this is the right kind of energy. You know what I'm saying? Policing your own communities. You got all of these people, they're, they're talking about, they're coming from Bucks County. You know what I'm saying? When they were asking them, where are y'all from? They're in Bucks County. And they're saying, well, what, what are y'all doing down here? They're like, oh, well, the flyer said. They're like, what flyer? What flyer are y'all talking about? So right now, I'm waiting for the brother to, to talk. Right now, he's just going live. And what they have happening is there's a group of... Um, protesters they're calling themselves but it's really they're really white provocateurs okay who came from out of town who came from not philadelphia they came from outside the city to loot 
and start stuff. And the people here in the community, right around 55th and Pines, uh, uh, 56th and, and Locust, all those folks in that area band together and started stopping these individuals who were masked with backpacks and all these things and checking them. You know what I'm saying? Pulling their car, saying, who are you? What are you here for? And so they then gathered a group of them and started educating them on different things, which was cool. But if you ask me, they just needed to take their asses on home. And, I'm, and I definitely mentioned that in the video. I was saying to the guy while he was there, like, yo, man, tell them to, tell them to get the fuck up out of here. You know, they standing there like, you know, we're, well, we're here to help. No, it ain't nothing y'all can help. Get the fuck out of here. Ain't nothing to see. Get the fuck out of here. And right at that point, I would have told him, if you guys stay out here, we're going to assume you're a provocateur and we're going to treat you as such. Once they explained that they didn't need them in the neighborhood, they didn't need to be there to get in there, they needed to leave. You know? So hang tight. There we go. All right. Hold on. Here it is. All right, let me go back. All right, here it is. So this is the brother Dante Moore. Hang on, bear with us. I know it's noisy, guys. Where you at? Where you at? Come on. All right. Hold on. Look at that. Yo, it's one purpose. It's one purpose. One reason we out here. That's to maintain the peace in our city. We already spoke to the commissioner. We already spoke to the mayor. We already spoke to everybody. Anybody that's out here that does not look like they from here is being questioned. Anybody that looks like an agitator is being questioned and turned away. But yeah, so those brothers and sisters were down there with the right kind of energy, y'all. The right kind of energy. You know what I'm saying? They're not down there kissing the police behind. They're not down there turning a blind eye to the matter. But we're, we're down there keeping focus. I told you guys about the Halloween. I told you guys about what would be occurring at this time. Like he said, there's folks riding around on bicycles with masks and backpacks. I told you, things would get weird. And so if you don't have a sense of togetherness in your community, folks will be able to 
run all up in there doing all kind of nonsense and we'll be the ones facing the consequences. So shout out to those brothers and sisters who are down there holding it down. We do have a lot of officers who are uncles, brothers, sisters and cousins. You understand what I'm saying? I know myself, I know uh, quite a few officers, you know, and this this year, this pandemic, this stuff, especially here in the city. Yo, man, it's been wearing a lot of officers out. It's been wearing a lot of officers out. And I'm in no way making excuses. I'm talking as a human to the human side of us. And I'm saying, man, we're all getting a little tired. You know, we're all getting tired. So just remember that, folks. All right. And we're not going to worry about the coons. Don't let the coons get you agitated. Those coons and those bed winches, don't let them get to you. What a lot of the coons are seeing is that their environment is shifting. Their environment is changing. And their opportunity to impress massa and make it into the big house is, is drying up. Their opportunity to impress Massa and enter the big house is evaporating. And it's causing a lot of them to freak out. I had a man, an old man, old white man, turn to me in the store the other day and ask me, what the F was I, la what the F was I laughing about? I looked him in the face. Let a nice pause go. And I said, you have a nice day, sir. I said, you have a good day, sir. You should have heard the room. The room went silent. The room had about 20 motherfuckers in it. It went silent. Boom. He turned around, stormed out. So a lot of people are losing their minds right now because their world is changing. The white supremacist world is changing. The feminist world is changing. The coons world is changing. You see what I'm saying? There's a lot of chaos, but out of that chaos is coming much order. And a lot of people are not mentally prepared for what's going on. They have no idea what's going on around them. And so they're still acting immaturely. They're still acting childlike. They're still acting like white supremacy is the authority, and nothing else can stop it. And it's sad because now you're starting to see just how many people actually don't believe in anything other than white supremacy. You're seeing just how many people have given up already. You're seeing just how many people have already been defeated. You know? And you're seeing it from some people that I never thought I would see it from. You know what I'm saying? Like, like straight, 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 straight cooning. You understand what I'm saying? Our brother Ice Cube, our brother Ice Cube, our brother Ice Cube um, presented his contract with Black America, I believe it's called. He presented that to both parties, or at least he offered it. He offered to present it to both parties. Democrat and Republican. And a lot of folks were getting on his back or trying to get on his back, talking about we got to cancel Ice Cube. And this is this is that kind of coon thing that I was talking about where all of the coons start coming out. You know, where a brother does something right and everyone's trying to find what's wrong with what he's doing when he's not doing anything wrong. Very shocking. Very shocked and surprised. You know what I'm saying? To, to see some of the people rallying against his position, his position on things that, hey, we should have a contract. You know how many of these hating coons started coming out? Well, what do the contracts say? And well, why he get to make the contract? And all this kind of nonsense when they aren't trying to present anything to anyone. Did you guys see 
Ice Cube went on the show, uh, or I don't know if it's a show. It's called The Queens or something like that. The Queens, I don't know. But he went on this show. It was a show. He basically did a live, he did a, a Zoom stream with Vivica Fox and Lisa Ray and um, two other ladies, okay? One of the one of the sisters, a dark skinned sister. Um, I actually think I heard her speak before. She's well informed. Um, she knows her stuff. I think she. Um, I don't. I don't. I heard her speaking before on behalf of the Nation of Islam because someone was trying to call her a member or something like that, and she was basically explaining that she wasn't a member or something. But either way, my point is that sister spoke very intelligently. Um, and I think she she knew that she was the most qualified to be speaking on the matters of politics. She knew that she was most qualified of the women present to speak on things. She was the most informed. Um, and she 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 said to Ice Cube that she liked that he said bipartisan. And then she explained that bipartisan meant both parties. Now, guys, you know how them girls be those ladies be with sisters be like, well, you know, the rest were um, delinquent, and that means that they were where they like they they try to demonstrate their intellect by using the word, then defining it. She did that, and that was that was like some little ghetto shit, but some hood rat shit. But either way, I'm glad that she did it because the other women clearly kind of needed her to, in a way. You know what I'm saying? They the others the other women really didn't have anything intelligent to offer um but i wanted you guys to check it out i have i have a recording of that clip and i want you to hear the level of immaturity that came from these sisters now this is lisa ray this is vivica fox and uh i'm really irritated i don't know the other two sisters right now maybe they'll say their names in this um but they had nothing intelligent to really offer ice cube and they sat and tried to Pick apart what he had done, even when it wasn't when they weren't able to pick it apart. And they couldn't wait to get to this. And this is what's something that we want to we want to we want to eliminate this as we move forward. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to stop having to slow everything down to specify the needs of individuals. Right. So. This one particular woman here, her whole point was, well, Ice Cube, I think what you're doing is great, but I need to know what does the black contract do for women? Because black women aren't included in it. You didn't say anything about black women. And he said, well, sure, I did. He said black women are included in black people. Y'all and I lied to you not. These women said. Well, no, no, they no, it doesn't. Black people does not mean black women. He said, black women not included when I say black, when I say black people, black women not included in it. And Lisa Ray, I give her a, I'll give her a thumb up. She said, yeah, it do. But the other one said, nope, nope, nope. And then went on to say, because black women have specific needs and our needs are different. See, and that's that coon shit that I'm talking about that's that coon shit that I'm talking about y'all see where the brother done spoke he sees look I'm, I'm I'm stepping up and I'm trying to do this for black folks and he didn't sit down with a crayon and create a list on his toilet he consulted with some professionals and asked them you see what I'm saying so what did he really do he used his platform which is what he should do. He used his platform and his ability to get momentum going. You see what I'm saying? He said, I'm going to use that to do something, to get a conversation started, to get us looking in the right direction, at the right things at the right times. And now you see these Democratic Mammy Coon women come out trying to undermine the progress the brothers made. And by and, and tried to undermine it by tugging at the heartstrings of other black women. That's, that's a mess, man. 
No, us black women are we got we 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 got specific needs. And and you know, and you know, the contract with Black America and, and Ice Cube instantly said, Okay, so why don't y'all help me write it? I'll let y'all help me write it. Now they like this. Mm, I mean, why don't you write it? See, they want to argue and debate with them, but they don't want to do no work. See, that's the coon. The coon wants to argue and debate. The coon wants to disrupt, distract, delay. But ask the coon to participate in productivity. And you'll hear silence. This is why the coon and the mammy works for Massa so well. Because Massa don't really want the coon or the bedwinch to do anything really for Massa. Other than watch, disrupt, and distract the others. Massa don't really want you around, Coon. Massa really don't want you in the big house. Massa just knows how to make you feel good. I'm going to play the clip because I'll be grinding them up all day. I want and I want y'all to play this. And I want y'all to hear this ridiculousness. I almost forgot that I even had it to play because I was ready to grind this ass up. You know, mm, mm, I'm going to play it. All the same when it comes to a president and dealing with people. The stuff that he's doing to the rest of the country, I understand that, but... We raggedy. We gotta get our. We have to. We have to. We have to press any president that, that ends up winning. We have to press, or it's not gonna work. We can't just press one side. He says when we do press them that the other people are fine people. I mean, is that a, that, that right? Yeah, this I mean, is difficult. Listen to Vivica. show named Cocktail with the Queen. Her ego, I care about. We got to stop letting these kind of people be amongst us within our ranks. 
This is a very embarrassing display of behavior where the things that these young ladies are saying are not even relevant to what Ice Cube has done. They bring him on to not be educated on anything, but to find things to argue with him about. But what qualifies you to argue? Where is your contract? Where is what you're offering up? So, so your whole goal is to be a speed bump. Yeah, girl, let's get Ice Cube on here because I got some things to say. And you don't have things to say. You have stuff to nag about. None of the stuff that they're saying is important. I'm serious about that. Not, well, that's how they feel and that's their opinion. That's fine. But our feelings and our opinions ain't always important. And so whenever we're trying to talk, it's always this coon or coon mammy that want to come out and deflect and pull focus to non-important things. And it normally has something to do with their ego. I, me, my, or mine. She says, well, what we wanted to talk about, because it's important to talk about this, now that we got you here, you know, it's really important to ask this question. I want to know what's in it for black women. She, see what I'm saying? She's not concerned about black women. She's concerned about herself and her question. I want to know what's in it for black women. Well, no, no, no. See, black women got specific needs. It kills me when you get these mammies who think if they say words and syllables, it makes it more intelligent. Well, black women have specific needs that needs to be specifically adhered to. And we need our things looked at and adjusted as well. Ma'am, you just took a minute saying something that could have been said in 30 seconds had you not dragged out all the damn syllables. That's tacky, childish behavior. That's tacky, childish, ghetto, coon bitch behavior. That needs to stop. Undermining. That is the only purpose of that energy they present is to undermine. If, if, if 
Now, y'all. Now they just making noise. Now, now they're looking for something. Say why didn't you not? Why did you not participate? Still trying to find fault in what he's saying. This is so bad, man. Mm-hmm. But to the, all of America, to all of Black America, 
that's where my my thing is. So I wasn't on the call, but that don't mean we couldn't have a call. Um, so that's that. that. So we're way over, but I just want to say, Cube, I, I hear what you're saying, but can I, I just want you to know, as black women, how we would feel with there's no mention specifically of black women in the contract of Black America. They do have stand to- on top of that. I just act, told you you can write that up. If but we, we, it's not our, we, we're not Look, here. Back, back to this. Out of line. You're out here. You took that job. You took that position. I'll write up the black woman's part of the contract for you. How many words do y'all want it to be? The thing is, you guys are the experts, but here we go again. You just want to talk. Nobody want to help me. Just mm-hmm. want to talk. But y'all are the experts on black women, so why won't y'all help me? See, that's the problem. Look at that. Y'all hear that cackling? Y'all hear that cackling? He asked a question. He didn't get one answer. Look. Look. They can't get along with themselves. Okay, see? See? Black men don't listen. Black men ain't doing nothing. Black men ain't trying nothing. Black men lazy. Black men just want to be right. Did y'all get anything like that from Cube? Who wasn't listening? Who was combative? Who was all over the place? That's the next League of Mammies right there. That's the next League of Mammies. That's what y'all just heard. Those are the women fighting for Oprah and Gail's position. They didn't say, thank you, Q. They didn't say, Q, we appreciate what you're doing. You on point, brother. None of that. Right? The one sister did, to be fair. She did say it, but it was earlier on. She said, no, we're not going to cancel Q. And it was a, some other nice things. But you understand? I don't even think they really get the gravity of what Cube is doing. Because when you do, you don't sit here and try to undermine the man the way you did. Well, I think what you're doing is nice, but I mean, it's just really be nice, you know, if you really if you really clearly defined and made this about black women. That's an agenda, guys. And it's these kind of games that we got to understand folks are playing and stop letting them play it. Ladies, if any of you are out here thinking like a Vivica Fox and the uh, uh, what's that girl's name? Lisa Ray. You got some things to correct. You got some things to correct. But I really appreciate the way that brother handled himself during that interview. I appreciate the way he remained calm. He was highly annoyed and irritated by their behavior. But he still stuck to the points, said only what was necessary to say, and got off the line. And that's how you deal with coons, mammies, and bedwinches. You say what needs to be said, you do what needs to be done, and you keep it pushing, family. And you keep it pushing. And we talked about it before. Things are going to be getting crazier still. You know what I'm saying? The election is right around the corner. You know? And now these militia groups, these white supremacists are doing all kind of things now. All right? So be careful. Be careful what you're responding to out here. Okay? There's a lot of people who are trying to bait people into being violent. You know what I'm saying? They want to get you to be violent so they can air quote defend themselves. You know? That's the new trick right now. So be careful. There's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of white supremacists out there trying to bait people into fights and things like that. So be careful. If you don't need to be out, don't be. You know what I'm saying? All of those places that you're, you know, I don't I don't live here. I don't be around here. Try to avoid those places. Try to avoid unfamiliar places if you can. And give yourself a curfew, you know. Give yourself a curfew. Give yourself a time that you're done being out and about in the world and that you... Go to a, a place that's safe. Okay? Because um, 
things are are things are not over. I don't want you guys to think that. I don't want you to be running out. Ain't nothing wrong. Everything though. No, stuff is still happening. Stuff is still being politicized. There's still fighting going on at the top. Guys, this is Anchor.fm4 slash 215. Your boy, Mr. Hurd, the nonstop working podcast, holding it down. Make sure you guys continue to visit us at our website, www.daus.me. All right, artists get with me, businesses get with me. Okay? And you guys stay safe. All right, black family, stay safe. Okay? Think before you act, think before you speak. All right, I'll see you guys again soon. All right? And y'all be good, man. Peace. Hey, are you looking to start investing in the stock market? It's easy to get going, and I can teach you how to do it in six easy steps. That's That's right, right. just six easy steps to get your very first shares of stock. To find out how you can be one of the many people around the world buying and selling stock in the stock market, purchase Stock Super Simple today at lulu.com forward slash spotlight forward slash stocks super simple. That's lulu.com forward slash spotlight forward slash stocks super simple. If you're trying to keep that body right, choose Weight Loss Villa for laser liposuctions, wood therapy, sauna therapy, butt lifts, and more. To book an appointment, call today at 1-877-642-5673. That's 1-877-642-5673. For any questions you may have, you can email at weightlossvilla at gmail.com. Hey, Mr. Heard, this is Angie Ray. Just wanted to stop in and tell you thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to hearing more of your podcast. Have a great week. Bye.